This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back to Make You All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And joining us now to preview the Rocket Mortgage Classic in Detroit is Kenny Kim, host of the FG Degenerates podcast. And so, Kenny, when we're talking about this tournament, it's not featuring Scotty Scheffler, so you'll have to work a little bit in terms of finding a guaranteed bet. But among the big names like Finau, Morikawa, JT, which star do you think offers the best value for winning this whole thing? I mean, the numbers really aren't great for this event, but I mean, looking at it with the favorites, I like Hideki at 18 to 1. Uh, you might be able to find him at 20 to 1. The guy's iron play has been incredible uh, this last month or so, a couple of months. He's just been striking the ball so well. He's also really good at Donald Ross courses. I think he's played eight, uh, $16 Donald Ross courses since 2015. Uh, he's finished top 15 in 11 of those tries. Now, granted, some of them were at East Lake where the uh, field is only about 30. But still, uh, he has success on Donna Ross courses. I think a win is coming for him soon, the way he's playing. It looks like he's over his injury. That's the guy I'd like to go up top. At this point, Ricky Fowler, you, you can't even laugh when people bring him up. And the, and the odds are uh, telling us that. I mean, are, are you just looking at, at Ricky and saying, you know what, they are way, the number for the outright probably too short. But we're out, with the year he's had, I mean, we can go all the way back to January. Outside of the PGA Championship, he's been phenomenal. Are you finding ways to uh, back Fowler at this point? Are you saying, okay, the, the market's gone too far? Hey, you know, 14 to 1's a lot for a guy who hasn't won in five years. I know he's been playing well. And this course, you know, it's a birdie fest that, that, that could suit him. But he is a rocket mortgage ambassador. Uh, you know that he's going to have a lot of other stuff going on outside of golf this week. Uh, we'll see how his focus is. Uh, I do not have him on my card, but it was between him, um, JT, and Finau uh, for the guys. I'm not asking, I'm sorry, him, JT, and Decky up top. Uh, so he was on my mind, but it's 14 to 1. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Hey, Kenny, um, I'm curious your overall assessment of Brian Harmon. Not a guy I normally look at, but he's coming off a runner up at the Travelers. It's his third runner up this season. How do you rate him at this tournament at Rocket Mortgage? Would you look at him 45 to 1 or even a top 10 finish, something like that? Yeah, top 10 seems good. I don't know what the number is, but I mean, I would not hate that. 550. Think about him and he played, uh, yeah, uh, what, 250? 550. Uh, 550. Yeah, that's, that, that, that doesn't sound that's horrible. Um, I mean, the thing about mm-hmm. it is the Travelers last week was a birdie fest in soft conditions on Poa Bent Greens. 
You're getting the same exact formula this week. Soft conditions, Poa Bent Greens, Birdie Fest. Can he do it two weeks in a row? Yeah. I mean, I think he can. I'm a fan. I'll be using him in DraftKings. Um, no bet on him, though. Most of my – I have that one bet uh, for Hideki, and most everything else is long shots because what we've seen at this course is either favorites or long shots end up winning. Mm. Here is a name that we're not talking much about just because he's fairly young, but uh, Ludwig Aberg, he's been an exciting amateur turned pro, made the cut in two tournaments this month. Is this a golfer who you're going to be keeping an eye on? Because amateurs over these last few years, they really haven't done very much. Uh, you know, Victor Hovland was, you know, some time ago, but now it seems like Aberg is someone who could sort of take the tour by storm. Is this someone who you want to back this week? Yeah, I mean, there's these young guys, Aberg, Bennett, and Sargent. Uh, those are the three guys that are definitely uh, catching my eye for guys that are moving up. Aberg was one of the best college players out there, one of the best amateurs out there. Um, he's made the cuts. His game looks solid. He looks very, very strong. I mean, for a guy in his, what, third competition uh, as a pro, maybe fourth, he's a 50-1, to one, uh, one of the top 20 betting favorites on the board. Uh, this guy has a lot of talent. Uh, and we're going to be seeing more of this, especially with, like, the way the PGA Tour has brought on uh, the college guys are giving them exemptions um, into certain events for the Corn Ferry Tour and stuff like that. You're going to see these guys pop up more and more, and it's exciting because he's young and he's super talented. There are some long shots uh, that are in good form, but they haven't performed here. Don't know if uh, that gives you any pause. Any other uh, long shots that uh, you're considering betting, even if it's just, you know, match up, top ten? Sure. I mean, if you're just looking for long shot outrights, I mean, Doug Gim at 90 to 1 is very, very tempting. Gained almost 20 strokes tee to green in the last uh, two events he has played. His iron game is always his strength. He does well on easier courses. I think he ranks, uh, in I, my personal model, inside the top 15 when it comes to birdie barrage type courses. Uh, I do like him this week at 90 to 1 I, with the eight places each way. Uh, I'm a fan of that bet. Maybe a little bit of, if you want to go even farther, um, you could take a look at Sam Ryder and uh, Grayson Sig. Sam Ryder is 150 to 1. I uh, took him with eight spots each way. Uh, he ends up playing these non-elevated events very, very well. In the 12 rounds that he's played this year, he's gained almost three strokes total um, on the field per round uh, in these um non-elevated events uh also and he tends to have really crazy spike putting weeks and that's something that's hard to you know try and pin down but we've seen it happen with him before where he gains six strokes eight strokes punting uh the finished runner up he has three top tens this year already uh so i do like sam Ryder 150 to one and then grayson sig at 225 to one of eight places each way uh, i'm a fan of how he plays easier courses in my model he ranks 11th uh, in strokes gained total uh, when it comes to easy courses. Uh, he, he has had a, a good run the last couple of weeks, finished 18th last week at the Travelers. Again, another birdie barrage, soft course, Poa Bent Green. So I like him this week. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
Kenny, you were saying it's either long shots or favorites. So then I guess we need to talk about Tony Finau, who is the favorite at 12 to 1. He has yet to defend a title. How do you think he does this weekend? Yeah, defending a title is pretty tough. It uh, doesn't, happen, doesn't happen that often. But I mean, the way he is another guy who tends to play these events non-designated events very, very well. Uh, he, he knows he's the stud, and he plays like he's a stud uh, in these type of events. I think he won about a month and a half ago um, in, a, in a non-designated event. You know, his game is always there. He has the length. He has the irons. you got to be wary of him. 12-1 uh, is not horrible for a favorite, especially since we've seen 6-1, you know, 7-1, to 8-1 on a lot of these um, you know, designated events with Scotty and Rom and, and – um, 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 Rory. And so it, it, this number is not horrible. Uh, if you want to go with a favorite here and then just go all 101 long shots afterwards, I, I, I wouldn't blame him. Mm-hmm. He's Kenny Kim, golf betting handicapper. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at KendoVT here on BetQL Daily. Uh, we had you on uh, when the breaking news occurred uh, pertaining to the PGA Tour and Live Golf merging. And The Athletic has come out with some key details pertaining to that merger. Uh, PGA Tour will have ultimate control over the future of Live and the team format. There will be a pathway for Live defectors to return to the PGA Tour next year. Uh, it remains unclear how much will be invested in this uh, new operation. When you are seeing new details emerge, uh, what does that do for you just as a golf fan and then also as a better? I mean, as a golf fan, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it wasn't that much information. The, the weird part of that being dropped was uh, ha- making sure, saying that the uh, PGA and the DP World Tour will help live try and get the OWGR recognition. Uh, to me, the way it sounded like with, with the way it was written, how they're going to do an empirical data-driven study on live. I mean, what study do you need? They make zero money. They're losing money. They have to pay for their TV rights. It, it's, it doesn't make sense for live to continue uh, really as a business model. Okay. But then to have that OWGR thing there seemed very, very strange to me. Um, what I think you, we have to see how it plays out, but if somehow live is around in 2024, the PGA tour and Jay Monahan is not running the system. It's going to be, it, it's the PIF and the Saudis. They're running the system. If live is around, because there's no way that it should be in its current form, because they can do all the empirical data that they want. They don't make any money. They're hemorrhaging money. They pay for their own TV rights. It is not a good business model. So the only reason it would stay would be because of maybe the the stranglehold the PIF fund has over the PGA and its board. That's what I'm worried about. That's the the weird thing about what came out yesterday. OWGR thing is really strange to me for live golfers. Uh, Kenny, in recent years, there was actually conversation. There were people betting on the match, and you had more intriguing names. When Charles Barkley's involved, people are going to talk about it. When it's Brooks Kepka against Bryson DeChambeau, people are talking. Brady, Rogers, guys like that, when they're involved, uh, there's going to be chatter and there's going to be some wagering, and people enjoy it, mic'd up, and all that stuff. And we actually have the match this week, but I don't hear anybody talking about it. Um, are you interested at all? Will you watch any of it? It's uh, Kelsey Mahomes and then uh, Stephen Clay. 
Yeah, yeah, probably not. I mean, I mean you know, yeah. I want to see good golfers play golf. I know these guys are pretty good. But, you know, I mean, you know, just a couple of ams going out there playing for cash, it doesn't really interest me. I mean, from a betting perspective, sure. I mean, it's something to watch. It's something to bet on. We're degenerates, and we do what we do and gamble on golf. Uh, I'll probably mm-hmm. take a peek at it and maybe bet live on a hole or something like that, but it doesn't interest me that much. Uh, the names, I, I, you know, if they had a pro golfer with them, maybe. That would be a, a bigger thing. But, you know, with just with just some amateur players who play different sports, I, I'm not too interested in that. Kenny, any other long shots or bets for the Rocket Mortgage that we didn't get to? Um, those are the majority. I do like uh, Alex Smalley, uh, another guy who uh, I think you can get him at 55 to 65 to 1. I, I went eight places each way with him. Uh, another guy who tends to do well on easy courses. Uh, hurt me a little bit last week with the uh, missed on the each way when he finished the ninth. But again, you know, last week could be a good judge of how uh, a golfer will play. Not That doesn't happen all the time because courses are different. Conditions are different. Greens and grasses are different. The thing is, everything's the same uh, as last week. Maybe a little bit longer and a couple of more par, par fives basically is, is what you're seeing. And you're going to see soft conditions, high scoring. Um, and I could see him come back and do what he did last week and maybe even surprise with the top five. So I'm a big fan of Alex Smalley this week. Kenny Kim, host of the FG Degenerates podcast. Thank you so much for your time. We greatly appreciate it. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we will turn to the MLB card and talk about why I think it might be time to fade Framber Valdez. We will also begin our look at the NFC North and some of the teams we like and some of the teams that may be overrated right here on the BetQL Network.